is DJ Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature that delves into the realms of the extraordinary. Do you believe in angels? They are referred to in almost every religious, esoteric, and spiritual text defined as God's servants and messengers, intermediaries between the prime mover and his creations. They make pivotal appearances throughout Abrahamic texts, in the Garden of Eden, at Jesus' crucifixion, and revealed the Quran to Muhammad. They also make frequent appearances in historic texts and accounts, populate every aspect of popular culture, and appear just in the nick of time throughout history. An old agnostic boyfriend of mine may have been saved by one while hiking across a long railroad bridge. Halfway through, he noticed a man far in the distance, alone on a hill, waving his arms frantically and pointing. Behind him, a train was coming. The bridge was deathly high. The train wouldn't have time to slow enough to save him, and literally running for his life was the only option. As the train closed in, he desperately sprinted to the bridge's end, diving off towards land before he actually reached it, and as he did so, the train buzzed his feet as he collapsed on solid ground. The point is not the utter stupidity of hiking over an overly long, ridiculously high, extremely narrow, nowhere-to-go-but-dead railroad bridge in the first place, and the point is also not that he somehow saw the waving arms of a lone figure in the vast distance before he noticed the locomotive barreling down behind him. No, no, the point is that said lone figure was somehow and mysteriously gone when he looked back up from the ground he just barely reached. Was it divine intervention? Could that lone waving figure just have been some random hilltopping guy in the right place at the right time? Well, sure, but I've never thought so. The unbelievable close call coupled with that guy's quick exit has always spelled guardian angel to me. It's part of their MO, after all. I mean, you know, they save someone often just in the nick of time, almost like they're tasked with a rigid non-interference with a last-second loophole, and the rescued then turn around in gratitude only to find the Good Samaritan is gone. But angels do more than the occasional dramatic rescue. In fact, there are at least 72 of them and nine choirs or hierarchies helping to organize and run God's kingdom. The highest order is the seraphim, who have six wings, followed by the cherubim with four. Both of these choirs attend to the glory of God and, save for the wings, look more or less human. Next are the thrones. They sit at the edge of material creation and look like everything from a pure flaming fire to a stunning amalgamation of wheels with eyes. They do not in any way resemble humans, or maybe even anything humans can really conceive of, and are the intermediaries between the lower angelic orders and God. Next are the dominions. They are in charge of all the orders below the thrones and include the virtues who are in charge of the seasons and the elements like snow, the powers who fight evil forces keeping them at bay from humans. Next are the archangels like Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael who are perhaps the best known and most visibly involved with humanity. And then the principalities who guard over nations and groups in charge of the divine ministry. And then finally, the order of angels angels itself, who as servants of God, guide and protect humans. I'm not really sure why, but I have become rather interested in angels lately, and you may find me exploring them more in detail as we head into spring. 
Particularly interesting are their many senses. In addition to the human five, they're said to have thousands of senses, which include things like compassion. Wouldn't it be amazing if the sense through which we humans obtained our information was compassion? I mean, what would we see, hear, and know then? Well, stick with me over the next few weeks and we'll find out. For Esoterica, this is CJ Kinney. Thanks for listening.